0: I don't want to spend too much time. I said, really, to me, it doesn't matter because there is another game, right? Now you're on the lose or go home thing Mm -hmm. or win or go home. So it really, you know, if this Lions game was week 11, you can say, well, there's still a lot of games left. You know, how do you process this? To me, the game's done. You've got an off week. The game that matters is in two weeks against more than likely the New Orleans Saints. That being said, final takeaway from the game yesterday, I mean... Do you? Care? I mean, are you worried? Do you care at all? Was it just a bad game for fifty nine minutes and fifty nine seconds that they were able to pull out at the end, and that's all that matters?
1: Um, I mean, yeah, it worries me a little bit just because it's the Detroit Lions. They're what 11 and one with the third string quarterback, and you never led for the entire game. Like you, the Packers won as time expired. Like they never led, and the whole time it just looked. It didn't look good, Miller. Um, especially the guy, the one that concerns me the most is Rodgers. I think because when you go and face a team like Drew Brees and the Saints, let's say if they beat the Vikings, who's who looks better right now, Brees or Rodgers? Isn't it Drew Brees? Yeah, not even close. But um, hey, man, they're winning. They've been winning ugly,
2: That's their MO and they keep winning. Ebo Brees just set a completion percentage record just a couple of weeks ago in a game. Aaron Rodgers missed about twelve receivers yesterday. Well,
1: Rodgers also set a record for he himself. Set a record for overthrows. Yeah, he has uh, finished the with the most completions of his career at twenty eight. Resets a what was it ninety was it ninety nine point
0: six percent. Pissed about the one he missed. One he missed. <laughs> Rodgers
1: missed twenty eight of them. That's that's kind of crazy. Um, we asked on Friday Miller and I asked you like, do you still believe Aaron Rodgers like in the playoffs? If he had a final drive to win a game, do you trust him to do it? I said I said yes.
2: Absolutely. No, I think you said yes. I think it was unanimous. Everyone said yes.
1: No, I don't like what I see. But what in the hell did you see yesterday? Because that sucked.
0: Yeah, no, it sucked. But here's the thing, and you know, you look at that game last night. The Packers are one inch away from having home field advantage. Mm -hmm. That being said, they still got the two seed. They have a bye week. They don't play for a week. Uh, they would have to play one road game potentially to go to the Super Bowl. And I'm not even sure about that because I think it's going to be Phil- or S- Seattle and San Francisco again, and I think that's a coin flip who wins that game. So there, there's a chance they, the road to the Super Bowl still could go through yeah. Green Bay. But what you guys just said, I don't know that they are that good. But they won 13 games. True. And they have the two seed. But let's say, let's say they play like they did yesterday against, Oh, they're going to get demolished. The, the will be up. Yeah. Be See, that's the thing. The two times, the, the two games with the Lions, where, by the way, you said somebody, and that's a great question. Has any team ever not led against the same team twice in a year <laughs> till the last play of the game? I would say never. Uh, but to your point, both times they played the Lions, they were down big in the first half, but the Lions let the Packers in it, right? In yeah. the first game, it was field goals. You know, if they had turned two or three of those field goals into touchdowns, the Packers are down by 28 points at the half. Leads probably too much to give. Same thing yesterday. So, yeah, the Packers, and give them credit, they're able to come back in the second half down 14 against Detroit. If that's New Orleans in the first half yesterday and you're playing like that, you're not down 14 at the half. You're down 28, and you're not coming back down 28 against New Orleans. Now, you can come back down 14 against the Lions. I don't think you're coming back. 21 points down against the yeah. Saints.
1: And I think I think the first half was literally the Packers sleepwalking. The defense the defense is more like they were in the second half against the Lions than they were in the first half against the Lions. Because when David Blau caught that, who threw the touchdown pass? Who threw that to David Blau? Danny Amendola. When that happened, I was, I was like sick. I'm like, oh, my God, is this really going to happen? Because remember before when like uh, it was their kicker threw a touchdown on the Packers? Was that last year when Prater did it? If you guys remember the trick play they did, whatever. Yeah, last year's different. But when they did that, I was like, oh my God, what's going on with the defense? They literally are just sleepwalking through this game. And then the defense in the second half really turned it around. I don't did the offense turn it around in the second half.
0: Does that
2: scare you though that uh yeah, Matt I mean, LaFleur, Jones? Go ahead. Coach teams have slept they've sleptwalked through at least a quarter of the season.
0: But yet they're thirteen and three. Yeah, They still win. You can
2: come up with easily four games that they look like they were sleepwalking through.
0: Yeah, but they—that's my point. They, I, I, how do you—you
2: you can't do that in the playoffs.
0: All right, come up with. Let's come up with a list for a poll. Like, how do you? What? What is your take on the Packers going into the playoffs? Like, are they? Just, uh, go ahead. Are they lucky? Are they a okay. Super Bowl contender? Are they pretenders? Because uh, I want to know, Packer fans, what you think today. Now that the playoffs are here, six zero eight three two one sixteen seventy. Bill, welcome to the Joe and Evo Show. Morning, guys. What's up, I Bill? These, I love
3: rain in December.
0: <laughs> well, sadly, it's going <laughs> to be, be snow in December Holy in about six it. hours.
3: Oh, hey, guys. And you know what? The Packers are like the rain, also. <laughs> and, you know, I don't, you know, it's not just this game. You, you know, we got lucky beating the Vikings. We got lucky beating the Redskins. Maybe not lucky, but we were on the edge for the Redskins. We were on the edge for the Bears. Mm-hmm. I, I love the records. And I'm just curious. I mean, something's. Something's wrong with the team. Whether it's, I'm not. Saying, I don't know. I don't have enough.
1: Hey, hey, Bill, Bill, you're, you're cutting out a little bit. You want to give us a call? Hang up and give us a call back, dude. I
0: still cut out. Yeah, yeah I kept, still can't put, really hear you. Put him you. on hold there, Nelson. No, so, right, i have gonna,
1: him call back because I wanted to hear what he said. I'm I was looking sp- at the. Sorry, Joe. Real quick, I'm looking at the teams, the playoff teams the Packers have played this year. Uh, the Vikings they beat twice. The Eagles they lost to. The Niners they lost to. And is that it for playoff teams? Yeah. Besides, um, I'm not counting AFC because they beat the Chiefs, but that was a Matt more.
0: Um. Yeah. I mean, here, are, do you just go straight heads up? Are they contenders or pretenders? Uh, do yeah. You add, uh, I mean, uh, all right, just put that up. Do you think going into the the playoffs, the Packers are Super Bowl contenders or Super Bowl pretenders? We'll just go. Uh, we'll go heads up. All right, round two. Let's see if we get this better. Uh, go ahead, Bill. Hey, I just you
3: know, what is up with all these thirty and forty yard downfield passes? I mean, is that how the Packers are made to that kind of play that kind of game? To me, it doesn't seem like it works.
0: Yeah, I I thought that's a good point, and thanks, Bill. Um, I man, I see I used to say that, you know, with McCarthy in the last couple of years, you've got Aaron Rodgers and you got these receivers, just throw it up. Worst thing, you know, you got a probably a good shot of getting a pass interference or a catch, and the worst thing it's gonna get an intercepted, and it's like basically a punt. That being said, to Bill's point, yesterday, every time Rodgers tried, and I don't know if it's just his accuracy is not there or these wide receivers just do suck and they can't ever get open. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it was, it was Dude, there was. there were a
2: ton of receivers open yesterday.
0: Every time he tried, uh, they tried a downfield pass, it didn't work. That being said, I still think that's what you want to do, right? Because the rules are set up for for offenses to win in the NFL. Pass interference, illegal contact, all holding, defensive holding. Like I think you want to be throwing it downfield 10 15 times a game, right? Yeah, you do, but then you look at, you know,
1: who's the Packers' weapon? Who's the Packers' best weapon? Devontae. well, best Aaron, weapon Aaron overall, Jones. yeah, Aaron Jones. You hand the ball off to Aaron Jones and let him do his thing or give a little dump-off pass if you can hit it. Aaron Jones is the reason why the Packers win games right now—I mean, Aaron Rodgers had 28 incompletions. How many of those were missed throws, though? A Majority lot. of them, seventy percent.
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, that'd be a good stat to go through. I mean, there obviously there were a couple uh, drops, but I would say more of more of the incompletions were on Rodgers. I, I yeah. overthrows. I mean, the the Jones would be touchdown. Jones would have walked in.
1: And the one time he, he doesn't overthrow it, he underthrows and it's a pick.
0: Uh, all right, 608, put that up. Are the Packers Super Bowl contenders or Super Bowl pretenders? They don't ask how, Evo. They ask how many. Yeah. The Green Bay Packers never led against the Detroit Lions this year yet they were 2-0 and against the Lions. Try and wrap your brain around that. What sounds better, the Packers led
1: for zero seconds against the Lions <laughs> or the Lions trailed for zero seconds and lost both games? <laughs> Which sounds better.
0: Uh, that is the craziest stat of all time. Welcome back in, Joe and Emo Show. If you think about it, the Monday night game back in October, uh, the Packers trailed the entire game. Mason Crosby uh, made a field goal at the buzzer. The Packers, of course, were down by two before that kick. And yesterday, the Packers never tri- uh, led in the game until Mason Crosby kicked a field goal at the buzzer to break a 20-20 tie. So, in two games against the Lions this year, the Packers never led. Yeah, and go back to but the Motown Miracle too.
1: Remember the Motown Miracle? Never when they, led in that <laughs> game. That game either. The Packers led for zero seconds against the Lions this season and won both games. That right there is the most perfect Detroit Lions stat ever. Does that not, not exemplify the Detroit Lions? A team um, led for zero seconds against the Lions, but still won?
0: Yeah. Twice? And, and, twice, right? I mean. In does one it, year. So does that, just, does that sum up the Packers season? Like, is it is it a miracle season? Is it they find ways to win? Is it they're lucky? Like, as we sit here ending the regular season, trying to figure out what's next, uh, how do you put into words what this Packers season is? <sighs>
1: I don't know what to put this words into. I want to say lucky. I want to say, can you be lucky? You don't luck your way into 13-3, and though, do you?
0: I I would say no, but I also am not naive enough to realize that yesterday was trouble. And, I mean, look, you can't unsee the Viking game. What they did last Monday night was incredible. But short of that game, the last month has been pretty average. uh, Especially
1: against teams that are below average. That's the thing. So it's... I mean, what are the Packers? We have uh, on Twitter here, uh, D. Rich says, Anytime you are a two-seed in the playoffs, you are a contender, regardless of how you have played throughout the season. One game, one home game, and then one probable road game away from the Super Bowl.
0: Yeah, we put what he's referring to, uh, we put the Twitter poll up at Zone Madison. Uh, Joe and Ebo wonderings are the Packers Super Bowl pretenders or Super Bowl contenders? Uh right now, uh after about only twenty some minutes of voting, it's close. Fifty two percent of you saying pretenders, forty eight percent contenders. Have either of you voted. Yet? I haven't
1: I've not voted yet, but you know, if you have home field advantage, if you are thirteen and three and you know, you got stars, I guess, Rodgers, Rogers, Jones, Devontae Adams. I mean, who else on the offense would you say is like a star? Nobody. Nobody? Jimmy Graham stinks. I mean, you're 13-3, you got home field advantage. Like, how are you not a contender? The Let's... Packers haven't lost it. Besides the Eagles, they haven't lost at home.
0: Uh, Yeah, I mean, that's why this is a great question, because you've got a first-round bye. You would only potentially have to play one game on the road this season in the playoffs, and I don't even know that that, that that's not a possibility. That's that Seattle I mean, couldn't win in San Francisco. That the NFC Championship game would be in Green Bay, um, but they've looked bad a lot. So I, I mean, it's a great question: Are they ask, pretenders or contenders? Let me ask you guys:
1: The Patriots are they pretenders or contenders?
0: Man, I
2: think they're kind of pretenders this year. I just don't think the team Miller. Is-
1: Patriots, pretenders or contenders? Pretender.
0: Oh, man. What's the I Patriots? Mean, Tom Brady, Bill Belichick. How many times? Every time you discount the Patriots and say they're done, that's when they surprise the you. The reason why I ask is they lost
1: to the Dolphins to the at Dolphins. Gillette Stadium. Yeah. They lost to the Dolphins at home.
0: With but, a two, with a first-round buy on the line.
2: Yeah. And, and a
0: 16-and-a-half point favorite. You talk about
2: pretenders and like how bad the Packers roster is, name an impact player on the Patriots offense.
0: You can't. I mean... Okay, so would you say the Eagles
1: are big-time pretenders? They are
0: the biggest of the pretenders, I think, in but the playoffs. Packers
1: lost to them at home at Lambeau. Well, On a that's, short week. Well, that's a different, you know,
0: that was a while ago.
1: I, just, I don't know what the Packers are.
0: Well, I mean. They're ugly. They're ugly. And, you know, you look at the playoff field, uh, the Vikings are at the Saints, the Seahawks are at the Eagles. I think, are we all in agreement that, the Saints are going to win handily. Yeah, I think over so. The Vikings.
1: I mean, who's when you look at the NFC playoff picture?
0: Who's well, pretenders? On. Who are, contenders? Are you so you you would say New Orleans is going to win that game? Yeah, you I'll would say. think.
2: But I would. I also thought the Packers would win by at least two touchdowns yesterday.
0: Well, okay. So then, do you guys think? I mean, I think Seattle's a better team, but they are beat up. They got to go west to east. Do you? Who do you like? Do you think Seattle beats Philadelphia or do the Eagles have a chance in that game?
2: I think Seattle beats them. I think it'll be a close game, but I think Seattle wins too.
0: Okay. And I think I, I agree with both those statements. I think the Saints win and I think Seattle wins. So that would set up then in the divisional round, uh, Seattle at San Francisco, New Orleans at Green Bay. To, and To me, because then that's when the playoffs start. doesn't really matter what we think of the Packers right now, it matters once they get to that, when the round they're playing. So so if those are the matchups, Saints at Packers, Seahawks at 49ers, where would you rank the Packers out of the four? Are they last? Are they second?
1: Last. For me personally, last.
2: I think I'd probably put them third. Who's below them? Seahawks. Really? I think the Seahawks are kind of like, they're kind of, they're pretenders to me too. Because their defense isn't that great. Because they signed Marshawn Lynch. There's they have no running backs. They have DK Metcalf is their go to receiver. Well, who'd you rather take Lockett. right now, though?
1: It's Russell Wilson. Well, who'd you rather take Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers? Russell Wilson and oh, Hart.
2: It I feel like the Seattle Seahawks are kind of smoking mirrors because Russell Wilson covers up a lot of their their downfalls, kind of like what Rodgers did for the Packers. When they were in some lean years with McCarthy and the the roster in general, I think that's kind of what's going on in Seattle. They're just that good because Pete Carroll's a solid coach and Russell Wilson's really good.
1: How do you how do you guys explain the Packers being thirteen and three?
0: Well, then that and that that's where I was going. Like, so you say pretenders, you say they're the third or the fourth best team out of the four that would be remaining when they play, and then there's that. How can you explain? That they're 13. I mean, you. I'll give you, you can luck your way into three, four, five wins. Sure. Uh, and then you say there's just three or four teams that are just terrible. So I could see how this team could back its way. And then you say, well, he's down, but it's still Aaron Rodgers. I could see how you could say you could back your way into nine, maybe 10 wins. And that would have been like, yeah. That's about what we thought. Maybe they won a couple more games than we thought. They got lucky. You know, they're probably like a 7 and 9 or an 8 and 8 team. They got some luck. They finished 9 and 7, 10 and 6. I don't know that you can like you can luck your way into 9 and 7, 10 and 6. Can you really luck your way into 13 and 3? I
1: I no. You I mean, winning in the NFL is hard, isn't it? Like winning in the NFL is tough. Look at what the Packers did against the Lions. They never led in both games yet still won the games. That's how like razor thin winning is in the NFL, but when you look at their losses, they lost to the Niners, who are the one seed. They lost to the Eagles at Lambeau, and we think the Eagles are pretenders. And but you beat the Vikings twice and you beat the Chiefs. But Chiefs had met more and the Vikings I don't know how do you explain the Vikings
2: wins. Well the Vikings in the second game had their best player out.
0: Yeah, Delvin Cook. And Kirk well, Cousins but, is yeah, a turd. You can't do that game because we don't – I mean, you, that who knows? What What if Alvin Kamara gets hurt on Sunday? Or what if Drew Brees – you know, you, you can't play the injury game. That It's just – it's yeah, like – that's, that, that's you go down that rabbit hole of this guy's out, this guy played, this guy's out. You know, it's just – you go with what you got, and I feel like, yeah, at times Green Bay doesn't look the part of a playoff team. But then again, I don't know how you can – luck your way into 13 and three. I don't think that's possible. I think you could luck your way into nine and seven. And if that's about where most people thought that was the high, the ceiling for this team. And if they had gone nine and seven and pulled out a couple of miracles late in the season to get to nine and seven, you say, that makes about sense. You know, maybe LaFleur is going to be the answer. We'll we'll see next year. What happens? That's where most people would have thought would be the high end of this to go 13 and three in year one and get within one inch of having home field advantage. It's tough for me to really process that as luck.
1: Yeah, especially with how they've been doing it, too, because Aaron Rodgers is looking
2: –
1: what is Rodgers, average this year? Well, if you look Slightly at his numbers, below average, he's extremely average. He missed 20 – he had 28 incompletions yesterday. That's the most of his career. That's insane to talk about, 28 incompletions. But then Aaron Jones is there just doing his things. By the way, Aaron Jones didn't score, right? Amon no. Green records. Um,
0: no, t- Amon Green's record stands. I texted him last night. It said, Good <laughs> news, brother. You're still you're still safe. So
1: <laughs> And I thought he'd get all kinds of work with you know Jamal Williams yeah. on and
2: Dexter Williams not, you know, playing much at well, all. I mean he would have had a couple touchdowns if someone could have thrown the ball more accurately.
1: Yeah. I mean the way the Packers have been winning, it's like it's literally the ugliest thing I've ever seen. I love this on Twitch, the King R on Twitch says the Packers are the ugly duckling, and in the end, they will win the Super Bowl and transform into a beautiful swan.
0: Nice. I like that. Uh, All right, again, 608-321-1670. Are the Packers pretenders or contenders? What's your gut feeling right now, Packer fans, going in? Uh, Because, again, I can totally, evo feel the pretender side of this you're 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 pulling on miracle wins over terrible teams like the the Redskins and Lions over the last couple of weeks. But then on the flip side, you're 13 and 3, you've got a first round bye, so you know you have at least one game at home, and based on whoever plays San Francisco next week, I think it will be Seattle, and I think Seattle's got a good chance to win that game. There could be an NFC Championship game in Green Bay if somehow you win that game next week if you're the Packers. So I don't know that you could say that you're a lucky team if you're playing to go <laughs> so to the Super Bowl at home.
1: Yeah, it's so confusing. Uh, what's the Packers' record against playoff teams this year? They've won two against the Vikings. They lost, and then they beat the Chiefs. They lost to the Niners. They lost to, there's another one on there too, right? The Eagles. So are they two and three? Three and two?
0: Oh, we do it, the playoff teams? Yeah. Um well they, I mean they beat the Vikings twice and they beat the uh, the Chiefs. Yep. And um, they lost
1: to the Eagles and the Niners. And that's it, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So they're, I mean Three and too. I I don't know, I get much from that. Um I'm just
1: trying to figure out what this team
0: is. I no, I'm with you. I I think it's a good question. 6083211670. Where do you put the Packers going in uh to the postseason? Are they, you know, if you put, if you did the ranking, I mean, where would you guys put them out of the twelve? Te- just rank all twelve teams. I mean, I th- you ball- is Baltimore the best team? Yeah. Yes, I think so. Um, who's this? Is Kansas City or San? I mean, who's the second best team? Is it Kansas City? Is it San Francisco?
2: I think if you look at how the teams have been playing lately, I think you'd have to go with Kansas City. Kansas City's been hot the last month and a half.
1: Would you put the Saints above the Niners?
0: I mean, San Francisco won that game in New Orleans. You, yeah, that was a got, wild game. You got to go with what, what you ha- have. It feels to me like New Orleans is a better team. Uh, I thought they would kill San Francisco, though, in that game. And the 49ers found a way to score 48 points. So, um, <laughs> I, would you who, who's the third best? Is, is San Francisco the third best team? Give me a piece of paper. I got to, like, write this down.
1: Sure. Oh, oh. Well, I got, I got more. I get more.
0: I gotta write this, I gotta see this in front of me and write it down. All right, let's do this then, because I'm gonna get out my own scratch paper. Yeah, I need to scratch um, this up. We'll rank the 12 teams. Where does Green Bay come in uh on the list? Uh we do have to talk about those. There's this game called the Granddaddy of Them All. Uh that would be the Rose Bowl. Yeah, that's coming up, right? Yeah. So we will uh we'll talk about the uh Rose Bowl uh as well, and we'll try and make sense. Of uh, this Packer team. Because it is a confusing... It makes your head hurt. Trying to t- trying to make sense of uh, the Packers going into the playoffs. <laughs> Got the Packers playoffs. Do you feel like they're Super Bowl contenders or Super Bowl pretenders waking up today? And as we get set for the Rose Bowl, we'll talk a lot more about that today and on tomorrow's show. Uh, but watching this weekend... Where, look, yeah, I mean, you see Ohio State in that. Did they get screwed? Uh, did they blow the lead? I think it's both. Um, and then you obviously, you know, Ebo you do the, well, could Wisconsin ever play in that game? Could we beat Ohio State in a Big Ten championship game ever and get to the college football playoff? I think that's that's obviously the the discussion, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so then you see LSU and what they did to Oklahoma, which was just an absolute beatdown. <sighs> Oof. Um, So my question is, we put this up as a vote. Would you rather win the Rose Bowl? um, By the way, Wisconsin, a three-point favorite. I think it's going to be a great game on Wednesday with Oregon. And I think Wisconsin should be a slight favorite. So would you rather win the Rose Bowl or be in the college football play? Say we finally got that monkey off our back. Finally in with the big boys. But oh wait, we just got annihilated All by sixty right. points by LSU. All right.
1: Now, if Wisconsin were to finally get into the college football playoffs and then get annihilated, what happened to Oklahoma? Does the committee, if Wisconsin is a question mark again, do they ever even put them back in? Because yeah, I, they got owned.
0: That's a good question. Um You know, Oklahoma's been in four times. I think I think if you're
2: How many games have they won in four times? Zero. Mm, yep.
0: No, I look, Nelson, you don't have to convince me. I think Oklahoma's way overvalued. Uh, I think they'd be about, and I hate to even say this, but I think they're probably the fifth or sixth best team in the SEC. They might be the fifth or sixth best team in the Big Ten. Uh, But because of how it broke, right, they won their conference. They won their conference championship game. They get in. So I think Wisconsin could every bit uh, compete with – Oklahoma with Oklahoma went
2: down to the wire with Baylor in the Big 12 championship game. Baylor was playing a true freshman third-string quarterback by the end of that game.
1: What do you think of Jalen Hurts?
2: He's terrible. <laughs> Number two Don't in the Heisman voting? No That's a joke. So what do you think? Okay, how All about right. this? You, you always joke about it, but what's the difference between him and Jonathan Taylor if you lined up Jonathan Taylor at quarterback?
0: Well, that was Ebo's theory of if Wisconsin had put a QB next to Jonathan Taylor's name. He throws a a little
2: uh, bit better ball than Jonathan Taylor?
1: I don't think Jalen Hurts throws that good anyways. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, And I think Jonathan Taylor's a better runner.
2: Well, there's no doubt about that.
0: (laughs) Okay, so back to the question. I mean, look, I think if Wisconsin played Oklahoma, I think Wisconsin's a better team than Oklahoma. So it makes this whole college football playoff discussion kind of crazy, right? Because there are teams that have been in it that Wisconsin can beat, right? Like, we always say, could they ever make a college football playoff? Like, I don't know if Wisconsin wants any part of, like, LSU or Clemson this year. Um, But I think Wisconsin is every bit the team of Oklahoma. You know, when Michigan State made it three years ago. Uh, I mean, obviously, Wisconsin can beat Michigan State. So, you know, there have been teams in this college football playoff that Wisconsin is as good as. So that's where you say, of course they could make a college football playoff. But then you watch Saturday night, and you're like, damn. Thank God, you know. Could you imagine if it is you finally get in and the whole hype is Wisconsin as they finally arrive? You know they've been so close, the bridesmaid for so many years. They finally get in, and then you get annihilated. Does don't, don't you think then the whole national narrative is just like, see they stink. The they should have. They should have never. And then doesn't that like. Would, well, what it, about, would it be worse for Wisconsin to get in the college football playoff and lose like Oklahoma did Saturday Or do you still say, no, you still want to get in there and it would still show that they've arrived just well, by mean, getting in?
1: Oklahoma's never won in the college football playoffs, right? Correct. What's your perception of Oklahoma?
0: Yeah, it didn't change. I mean, they're probably going to be there again next year because they're the, they're the best team in the Big 12. And if you win your conference, like, what, what you they? have a.
1: Are they tier one or are they tier two? Or are they they straddle that line in between both of them? Oklahoma?
0: Mm. Yeah. They're Tier 1. Yeah, they're Tier. I mean, they've won national. Well, they haven't
1: won a college football playoff
0: game. But they've won national championships, and they've been in the playoff. They're Tier 1.
2: You need to ask Michigan State fans, because they got absolutely throttled by Alabama. That's it, a good Alabama? question. Yeah.
0: 30 to nothing. Yeah. Um, the one time Michigan State got in, and I think was I think was, well, we had that stat of the last decade, uh, the Badgers have the second most wins in the Big Ten. I honestly don't so have the, really only the thing Badgers that, be
1: there. Yeah. <sighs> Like be- isn't that what we want? Uh, weren't we talking like a week, two weeks ago of like how many times we've we been to the Rose Bowl? It's kind of like you know, been there, done that. I know it's great that they're back and it's going to be a great game, but don't you want to see them finally get to the college football playoffs? Even if they do get smashed, they're in the college football playoffs. Yeah, but I, we party so hard. Once if they were to come out, the committee would come out before the game and said Wisconsin has made it in as the fourth team. We would be on cloud nine. We would be jubilant over it.
0: Yeah, but uh, okay, I hear you. But wouldn't aren't isn't there going to be? They haven't won a Rose Bowl since the nineties. I mean, isn't there going to be one hell of a party Wednesday night? I know I will be out in L.A. if they win. Technically, uh, it was in two thousand. Uh, okay, so, if they, yes, it was January first, two thousand.
2: Just making sure the
0: club Nelson, still alive. you just got well. Actually, but no, we're just literally talking about Nelly the well. well actually, actually, crew, do. well, well done, I Nelson. <laughs> I'm, no, you're right, coming. Evo. There'd be a party, but then if they okay, we party because we got into the college football playoff. But then you feel like an absolute chump when you lose sixty three to ten, or do you say I'll stick with the I'll, I'll take my Rose Bowl wins and my Rose Bowl parties over the idea that I'm going to get absolutely embarrassed by LSU on the biggest stage? Okay,
1: listen, I'm I'm glad the Badgers are in the Rose Bowl. I think it's great. I think it's cool. But isn't it just a participation trophy? That's
0: the since, question.
1: Since the college football don't know the, is bec- the Rose
0: Bowl, what?
1: if you win the Rose Bowl are they going to be college football champions? no It's
0: a participation trophy now yeah but is Oklahoma going to be the college football playoff champions? no no so who I mean who's if Wisconsin wins tomorrow night, whose season would you rather have Wisconsin's or Oklahoma's?
1: wouldn't you rather have a shot to play in the championship than not a shot Yeah, but
0: that's going in I'm saying retro after the fact who whose season if Wisconsin beats Oregon in the Rose Bowl? Whose season would you rather have had, Wisconsin's or Oklahoma's? Oklahoma's. Oklahoma's. You think? Because now then, if they beat the Oregon
1: in the Rose Bowl, it's like, man, could you imagine if they didn't lose to Illinois? Man, could you imagine if they played like they did in the first half and the second half in the Big Ten Championship game against Ohio State? Now you go down the what-if road.
2: I would rather watch the most talented Wisconsin Badgers team get smoked in the first round of a playoff game against Alabama then watch Alex Hornibook caress an orange after beating Miami. Yeah,
1: Listen, I mean, it's like the, the Rose Bowl would be awesome and so cool if the college football playoffs no longer existed, if they weren't around. It's That's the goal of the season is to get to the college football playoffs.
2: Isn't it? It is. And you would celebrate a win over Ohio State or Penn State or Michigan well in some yeah. big, big Ten program that you've been waiting to beat forever and you finally got it done.
0: I guess that would, to me, that would have to factor in it. And that's a good point, Nelson does. If Wisconsin got to the college football playoff and it was at the expense of finally vanquishing Ohio State, that's one thing. But if it's like it's a down year in the Big Ten East and they play like a 9-3 and three Penn State, I'm not going to be feeling like that's like we we pulled off some win of a generation. Yeah, if you beat a 12-0 and Ohio State in the Big Ten championship game, that that's special. If you beat like a 9-3 and Michigan State, I'm not going to be like, oh, my God, this is the greatest win ever. You'd just be like, well, of course that. We should have won that game. So I guess to answer that, it would matter on how you won that game. So what is the the 10th
1: Rose Bowl coming up for Wisconsin, right? Uh, If you go all the way back to, like, 1953. Yes. So Wisconsin now been there 10 times. They've never been to the college football playoffs where who – the best teams go to the College football playoffs. I'm sorry, like I know this is a different year where they're not having it as a playoff game, but the best team is the best teams aren't in the Rose Bowl. You want to be at the end of the season the best team, right? Yeah. Give me give me getting my ass whooped in the college football playoffs because at least you're the final four of those guys.
2: Yeah. I, and I don't I don't think I ever see the Badgers playing a, a three loss team from the Big Ten East unless uh the NCAA actually cracks down on infractions. <laughs>
0: Well, you're probably right, but I'm just would you guys would agree that it it wouldn't feel the same, right? Like beating a a ten in even a ten and two Michigan State wouldn't have the same allure as beating a twelve and zero. Like the goal to, to make the big winning the Big Ten championship game feel right, it would have to be Ohio State and like an under like a number one or number two ranked Ohio State, right?
1: I mean that would feel the the best, yeah. But at the end of the day, even if they were to beat upon insert any other team that's not Ohio State there, I still would be pretty stoked that they're in the college football playoffs.
0: Well, and then that's the other part because up until you know this year, the last two year, three years that the Big Ten champion didn't even go to the college football playoff. So you also got to factor that in too. Are you winning the Big Ten championship game? If it's the Big Ten championship game that you're winning that guarantees you a college football playoff, yes, I suppose, then that sense. If it's a Big Ten championship game and then you're like two years ago where you're like, do we still get in? Or three years ago where Penn State beats Wisconsin and still doesn't get in. That's kind of a buzzkill. Like,
1: I know I know, winning the Rose Bowl is, is awesome and the granddaddy of them all and yada, yada, yada. Like, it's cool, don't get me wrong, but there's a cooler thing out there. There's something that's even more impressive. That would be getting to the college football playoffs. Am I wrong in that? Like, didn't the Rose Bowl kind of lose its appeal, its luster, I should say, when the college football playoffs were introduced for the the oh. national champion?
0: I think that's the, that's the question where we've been talking about as Badger fans for the last couple of weeks. So obviously, once once the day's here, um, we'll ask that question anymore. Are uh, are do we get Zachy up? Are we talking to our sports director Zach? Is at he he's nine at, o'clock? He, he he he's up or he's already out there, right?
1: Oh yeah, he's out in LA. Yeah, nine o'clock. We'll get our oh, Zachy poo. All
0: right, so uh, we will uh, we'll visit with our sports director Zach and We'll ask him the question: uh, Is is the Rose Bowl still? the granddaddy of them all. Uh, Or is it now just a, man, it's tough to say participation. It's still the Rose bowl, Um, but maybe it is. Uh, And again, uh, would you rather win tomorrow night or Wednesday night, i.e. the Rose bowl or be in the college football playoff like Oklahoma was, but just get absolutely brow (laughs) beaten like Oklahoma did on Saturday night. (laughs) All right, Zach. Uh, let me ask you this question. We put it out on our Twitter feed earlier. Uh, you know, you saw Oklahoma just get hammered Saturday night in the college football playoff semifinal. Uh, we said, what would you rather have as a Badger fan: get in the Rose Bowl and win, or be in the college football playoff and lose and lose big? You would say what? Yeah. I just think the
3: playoff is just that's what college football is right now. It's like why this, why the Rose Bowl. While, while I still think it's it's amazing, it's awesome that they're here and. It means a ton. The playoff is where you're supposed to get. The playoff is where you get. So I think still getting the playoff would be huge. I know the annihilated part just <laughs> throws a little bit of a wrench into that, but gosh, it'd be pretty impressive to get pretty impressive to get to uh, a college football playoff, even if you do get annihilated. Yeah. I, I well, the, it, the it's annihilated it's comes to, from Oklahoma, it's from Zach. It's
1: come from Oklahoma. It was inspired by the Sooners.
3: Yeah, I mean, and Oklahoma had been there a whole bunch of times, so. Uh, maybe it's not a big deal for them, for Wisconsin to get well, there. That, and, and that get was my
0: point. That's what I would say. Of course you want to be there, Zach. I'm just saying with, with the damage of saying, like, because, you know, the national media loves to say how Wisconsin's pretenders and they're this and that, that they'd just be lambasted if they got in yeah. there and got trucked.
3: No doubt. Kind of like Michigan State, what, when they got the heck snapped out or heck crapped out of them uh, by Alabama a few years back.
1: So Zach, yesterday or was it yesterday uh, for media day? Chris Orr was talking about they're here to play a football game, we're here to win a football game, we're here to be champions. How was the media coverage? Are they pretty stoked and hyped up for for the Rose Bowl?
3: Yeah, that was a little bit of their defensive um, media session. They'll have the full media day today out at the stadium, do their team picture, and in, in the prep pep rally uh, downtown here in LA. They're going to be doing it. so. It's a busy day today, but yeah, yesterday, I you know what? Like people are have like some have said that Oregon is taking this. It's all business, right? That they're not—they're going to do these team activities, but they're not having uh, a great time. They're all about winning a football game. And Wisconsin, on the other hand, is enjoying all these activities. And Chris Orb made a point to say that, yeah, they're enjoying the activities, but they're enjoying the activities in the moment. When they're on the field, when they're studying for it, it's all about football. They came here for you know one reason—that was to play a football game, to win a football game, and to be champions. And that's what they're uh, aiming to do. And I think that, that there's been a little bit of a um, I guess a me- different messages coming from about both programs, but I think Wisconsin's focused in and they know exactly well, why they're here and why they want to win it.
0: Visiting with our sports director, Zach Kyle he's, uh live at the Rose Bowl. Uh, well, to that point, Zach, I-, I would say the comeback or the counter is Paul Chris' Bull record. Uh, it's currently tied for the nation's longest. So clearly uh, what he's doing, the preparation works. So then my question is, has anything deviated from that that you've seen on this trip or is has, has, have they been loose at the other bowls because Paul Christ has never lost a bowl game since becoming head coach of Wisconsin like
1: no one's wearing their mickey mouse ears at the presser yesterday were they
0: no chris kept those at home he left <laughs> that back in the hotel so
3: no but no but you guys are you're right paul christ has not lost a bowl game but his bowl plan is exactly the same as Barry Alvarez's was, and Barry obviously was very, very successful in all his bowl games for the most part, especially here outside of the the 2013 game. I mean, the other three times that they were out here with him as the coach, they won those games, and I think Paul is is uh, following the same exact plan.
0: Zach, speaking of being there, you know they they've been there a lot in this game the Badgers had, but they haven't won. In 20 years, uh, how much has that been brought up that, you know, we think of Wisconsin and Rose Bowls, what we don't think of is the last three haven't really gone that well. Uh, You know, how much is that playing into this? The fact that the Badgers haven't won in this game in 20 years.
3: Well, and I think that's the thing that could make the, the, their legacy. Like, obviously, the, the 2010, 2011, 2012 teams, they all won Big Ten championships, and so that's they're going to be remembered for winning Big Ten championships. They're not remembered for winning the Rose Bowl, but the 93, 98, 98, 99 teams are, you know, Big Ten champions, but also Rose Bowl champions, and you celebrate celebrate Rose Bowl champions. And I think that's kind of what their goal is. They want to be able to come back in 15, 20 years and talk about the year that they went and won the Rose Bowl. and you know, I don't think we're going to be celebrating the Pinstripe Bowl champions. It's a frickin' Rose Bowl, and so it's all about they want to win. This, they want to win this game because it is going to mean that they're going to be talked about 20, 25 years from now. Just like maybe not on the same level as those uh, other Rose Bowl winning teams, but certainly will not be forgotten uh, the way some teams have been.
1: Zach, how does a Wisconsin matchup stack up against Oregon? Can Jonathan Taylor? What does he need? 320. 326. Yeah,
3: 326. I mean, <laughs> I know Oregon's got a,
1: what they got a top ten rush defense, right?
3: They do. Yeah, Oregon's in the top ten in rushing defense. This is not the same Oregon. Like, if you're expecting the same Oregon team that Wisconsin saw in the 2012 Rose Bowl, you're going to be um, disappointed because this is not that. That's not this defense. This defense is uh, physical. They're going to uh, stop the run, and they're going to make Jack Cohen. I think uh, beat you a little bit down the field. Quintez Sivers, like they're going to make. They, they can be beat in the pass. Uh, I mean, they're they're not as good a Uh, Good of uh, passing defense. What they do do though is take away the ball almost better than anybody in the country. Interception wise, they got the second most interceptions in the country. The good thing for Wisconsin, for the first time in what seems like forever, they don't have a guy that's tossing interceptions every single game. Uh, Jack Cohen has four. The team has four. Would be the lowest at least in the last ten years if uh, they don't throw any on on Wednesday. So that that that's on that side of the ball. On the other side of the ball. Oregon is going to try and slam the ball down your throat. Like C.J. C. Verdell and that offensive line, that offensive line is considered to be better than Wisconsin's by some. So they're going to come and uh, in talking to them yesterday and listening to them, they are they've got a little bit of a chip on their shoulder. I think that for whatever reason, I don't think anybody's actually talking about it this way, but they seem to think that uh, Jonathan Taylor and the Wisconsin offensive line is getting all the press and that's that they're the only ones in the game. And so I feel like they're playing a little bit of a chip on their shoulder, and that that offensive line I think is going to come out and try and hit Wisconsin in the mouth on the opposite side. Chris Chris Jack Sanborn, uh, Isaiah Larmouth—they're all loving that. They want—I mean, Wisconsin loves playing physical games. They want—they want people to try and smash at them. So I think they're looking forward to uh, to playing in that type of game instead of a team trying to get to the outside on.
0: Zach, uh, you, you look at Oregon, and you know this was the big chatter right around the time of the the selection of the, the the playoff that you know Oregon was penalized you know for playing a tough schedule that if they had not you know scheduled Auburn. On a neutral site game at the beginning of the season, and they would have played some, you know, bottom feeder team. They'd be eleven and one, and it would have been probably them in the college football playoff instead of the Rose Bowl. Has that been brought up around here? And what's Auburn? If so, what's Oregon's take on that?
3: Well, yeah, I don't think you know if Oregon had only lost to Auburn, I think they are in the college football playoff, right? Because I mean that that's not a bad loss, especially the way that it happened. But they had, like Wisconsin did the stub your toe game at arizona state there hasn't been too much talk about oregon uh you know potentially being in the college football playoff at least from from things that i've heard but i certainly they're that that late touchdown against auburn and uh you know in a stub your toe game against um uh, against arizona state from from being in the playoff and had they not lost to arizona state they probably are so uh you know it's it's a really good team, and I think this is this is probably the second-best team Wisconsin's faced this year behind Ohio State. Mm. Uh,
0: before I let you go, uh, Zach, uh, we had this question from the Packers' perspective. Are the Packers uh, pretenders uh, or contenders uh, going into the playoffs? You would say what?
3: You have to say they're contenders. I mean, they're the number two seed. They have to be contenders. They're getting at least one playoff game at home. I mean, I – I mean, they're already past – so, I mean, there's 16 teams in the in the playoffs. There's only going to be – by the time that they play, there's only going to be 12. So, they are among the contenders, and they're going to have an opportunity to play a Saints team, likely, outside. And I don't necessarily like Drew Bruce's chances to throw the ball all around the field like uh, he has so well in his career at Lambeau. And it's potentially going to be that – it's going to be a late Sunday game, late Sunday afternoon game. You know it's going to be in the in the low twenties. I I'd like Green Bay's chances there, and at that point you're you know you're one of four. So, um, well Zach, who'd you you
1: take right now? Drew Brees, who a couple weeks ago a completion percentage in the NFL, or Aaron Rodgers, who had 28 incompletions the most of his career. Are we
3: playing? Are we playing inside or playing outside?
1: Lambo. I'm
3: playing. I'm playing Aaron Rodgers.
1: I mean Rodgers had 28 incompletions inside though.
3: Yeah, and he's been he's been pretty darn good outside. And the Packers are seven and one at home, and he uh, has played pretty well at home. Would I know you... I know you're just really angry uh, <laughs> that they won that game yesterday. Even, no, I'm, I am you would have rolled in there didn't. yesterday. No, you would have rolled in here today and talked about how Aaron Rodgers blew it instead of throwing instead of him throwing for 323 yards and late late drives to get them back in that game. It would have been all about those 28. Zach, games. I don't know if you lost your I don't know if you in lost that, your
1: other or not and went blind, but Aaron Rodgers had a terrible game.
3: But he was horrible yesterday. He yeah. was horrible so yesterday. So you, did, you they didn't still, lose your eyesight
1: then. You can still see, and yet right? Yet
3: they still won, Ebo. Yeah, I know thanks to so the so real Aaron won, you,
1: Aaron Jones,
3: who who got him the ball and who made the play
1: call to get him the ball. Just that think last if Rogers wouldn't have missed him three mm. other times, mm. And mm. other mm. One else, they could have been won by more. <laughs> hey, I gotta ask you about mm. badger basketball, though, dude. Dude,
3: Had Mike Potter two and zero with him in the lineup. I don't. Hell uh, yeah. The fact that he owns Fact that they had zero points Dude, points, how about that bounce, Volunteers? One of the
1: 32 of their last 33 games at home, they had one, Wisconsin not winning a road game comes in and just punks them. How sweet was it? I mean,
3: it that's pretty good. That's a that someone should tweet that out. That would be pretty good. I think did. you did. Didn't you? Um Oh, yeah, that's right. My bad. Did you um, tweet out
1: Aaron Rodgers 28 incompletions too? Oh,
3: stop I did. it. I I did put that in the, I did put that in our little little thing on the on the website. Barry yeah, did. You didn't it. tweet it out though, right? I did not, but I put it on a story that I actually wrote. So, either way, uh, yeah, that's a great win. I mean, obviously uh, Tennessee playing without their their point guard and for the first time, and it really showed offensively. But you know, Demetri Trice just obviously started to to shoot the ball like he did at the beginning of last year, and if that continues, Wisconsin's obviously going to be difficult to beat. But I think the the also the aggressiveness of uh, Brevin Pritzel. Is going to be a story if that continues too, because he's just such a great shooter and he just needs to continue to shoot. I think Greg Garden's comment, and he said it a bunch of times, but he always says that uh, he'll tell Bradley Prince when to stop shooting, and he hasn't said stop.
1: And hey, let me ask well, you about, go ahead. I was going to ask about upcoming um, Wisconsin's schedule. Obviously, they have Ryder uh, tomorrow. That should be a layup, pun intended. But then after that, it's Ohio State. Illinois, Penn State, Maryland, Michigan State, Nebraska, Purdue, and Iowa all in the month of January. What do you see them, uh, can they navigate the schedule with a winning record?
3: Yeah, I mean, I don't know how many of those games are on the road. Uh, I like Wisconsin's chances of winning a lot of their their games at home, the way that they've played at home. I mean, they've blown out the two teams that uh, are any good that came there in Indiana and Marquette. So you certainly like their chances at home. Can they continue to grow as a road team? Uh, I don't think anybody's. You know, expecting twenty-point wins all the time—that hasn't been the norm uh, on the road uh, by any of their any of their great teams. So, but yeah, I mean, if they, if they can be competitive on the road and maybe you know win, what if they can win four uh, four yeah, games eight on the games, road? Eight games if they, in if January. They play, they, they, they play ten road games. Can they win four or five and then? you know, win eight or nine at home, I think they put themselves in a pretty good spot to have a shot at getting into the tournament again. Is
1: is Micah Potter the guy that makes the huge difference? Is Micah Potter, like, what the Badgers needed?
3: He he wasn't the other day. Like, I mean, he, he wasn't against... Tennessee. He didn't play overly well, but I think his I think his presence does give Nate Reavers a little bit more freedom to play a little bit more aggressively, at least rebounding wise and that type of stuff, because he doesn't have to worry about getting in foul trouble for the most part. Yeah, Micah Potter uh, picked, picked up all his, his fouls
1: against Tennessee. He had four of them. Micah Potter was just right. grinding out there.
3: I mean he he did not play he did not play great. He's still working his way back, and we have to give him a little bit of time. I mean he hadn't played in over 600 days by the time he played against you Milwaukee. So I think it's going to take a little bit m- more time in there, but. Yeah, I think Mike Potter's huge for their depth because it just it just gives Nate Reavers a little bit of a, a little bit of a reprieve, and you're not asking nearly as much of him, uh, playing time-wise.
0: Well, and then what I was going to say, final thought then, Zach, is yeah, the schedule is, is brutal uh, in the month of January. Uh, you go back and look, uh, you know, when they were in a similar spot, you know, maybe a few years ago in year one for guard, where we were wondering if this team was good enough to compete, and then they ran through January, ended up, you know. Competing for a Big Ten title, and up getting a four seed. You, I mean, can you see something similar like that, or is is this a different analogy? No, I mean,
3: I, they were not. Pre, I don't think they were picked to be in the top. In the top, uh, I think they were picked seventh, or the sixth or seventh in the Big Ten. Seventh uh, this year. Uh, so, I but I think the Big Ten overall is a better conference than a lot of people thought coming in. So even if they get to ten and eh, ten and eight, might be cutting a little close. You may need to. You may, May need to win a few games in the Big Ten tournament uh, to get there, but like if you go, if you can go twelve and six, if you because right now they're one and one. If you can go twelve and six, uh, then I think you put yourself in a good spot come tournament selection time. And is it possible? Yeah, it's definitely possible. Look, they're. They are a better team than they've shown, obviously, against some of the teams that they've played on the road. They should have beaten St. Mary's. The two games in Brooklyn are what they are. Um, you know, they should have beaten Rutgers, but Rutgers, I think, is better than what a lot of people thought they were going to be. And and they went and beat Tennessee. So they have, they have opportunities because of the schedule that they have. They have opportunities to pick up a lot of key wins that will look pretty good come uh, March.
0: Uh, I love it, man. Any uh, any advice for me uh, before I get out? Do you want me to bring anything for you? You know, pack anything specific? I got a I got a new uh, Christmas blazer that I'm going to be rocking.
1: Oh, uh, bring Zach's blazer. He forgot it here.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, I did. I did. Make sure to bring a blue coat. I plan to wear did that it. work I blazer. It on, Joe will bring it. Okay. Yep. Yeah, can't wait. All right. Well, I'll, <laughs> I'll make sure to give you a call as soon as I touch down uh, this evening, my friend. All right.
3: If I don't answer, you'll
0: know why. Okay. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not, I don't I'm stand. With, hey, to I, I don't stand with Ebo and Nelson on the Rogers criticism, Zach. I want you to know that. Okay. So you. So you're
3: sane. All right. So we you you get you a good, good game.
0: No. Thank you. No, but I think I like him. Thank you, Zach. Thanks, Zach. All right, guys. There get he on. is. Good on Kyle Brin, uh, in L. A. Getting up early. <laughs> the show live from L. A. Tomorrow, and uh, don't forget Wednesday. When are we going? Three to five, Wisconsin time, right? Uh, for the zone blitz pregame is the bash? game at five, uh, or is the game at four? Two to four. Yeah, so we'd be two to four. Two to four uh, for the zone blitz pregame bash from. Uh,
1: what time the Packers duel. play next Sunday?
0: They play at five forty. Forty. Yeah.
1: Okay. And by the way, we're going to be at tailgaters again. Can officially announce it not this Sunday but next Sunday uh, for the Joe and Ebo show from three thirty to five thirty. Yeah. And then a watch party.
0: Yeah. Packers versus and someone. Who could forget the Big Ten Championship game watch party out of Tailgators? It's never been the same. Dude. Since we were
1: crushed there. it at Tailgators. I can't so, wait to get out there.
0: Yeah. So uh looking forward to uh that I'll put it and in the calendar. Uh, looking forward to heading out to hanging out with my buddy Zach in a cast of thousands uh at the Rose Bowl. Uh, again tomorrow and uh, and Wednesday. Uh, all right, on the Packer front, we did the uh, the question on uh, on the Twitter poll going into the playoffs. Do you think the Packers are Super Bowl pretenders or Super Bowl contenders? <sighs> Three hundred and eighty six votes in fifty two percent say they're pretenders. Forty eight percent of you say they're whoa, whoa, whoa. contenders. Yeah, man.
1: Um, I. Uh... I mean, you got to say they're contenders, though, because how many teams are left? There's five other teams besides the Packers. You only got to beat, what, two more teams than you're in the Super Bowl? You get home field advantage, maybe all the way through, if, you know, the Seahawks win. How can you not say they're contenders? No, they're 13-3, and three, home field advantage, they got a first-round bye. Doesn't that all the signs of a contender?
0: I would say so, like, yeah. on paper? And I, look, and... When we were ranking the teams, that's why I asked both of you guys, like, do you factor in, like, ranking the teams based on, you know, the matchups and where they're played? Because, yeah, on a neutral field, if this was a bowl game, like the Rose Bowl where it's supposed to be a neutral field, yeah, the Saints are better than the Packers. But at Lambeau Field, in the elements with hopefully a home field advantage that has come back a little bit to Green Bay... I think the Packers are better than the Saints at Lambeau Field. I don't know that this, the Packers, are they're definitely not better than the Saints in New Orleans. And if it was on a neutral field, I don't know that they're better. But I think they're better than New Orleans in Green Bay.
2: Nelson, you were smirking over there. Well, okay, let's ask ourselves. Does Nelson a true contender <laughs> in a must-win Week 17 game against one of the worst historical franchises in the NFL Against second and third stringers. Against their second and third teamers. Win on a last second field goal. And does that make you confident about going ahead in the playoffs?
0: Well, no, but I mean, are you? would you say that Tom Brady and the Patriots are done and they've got zero chance to win because they lost yesterday to the Dolphins? No. I
2: think they're kind of pretenders as well this season. Oh, how many times have people been saying about but Brady and Bill? You say that but about Brady. Why do you say but? Because of the Patriots. True. Because they have Bill Belichick? I'm sorry, but he ain't changing his last name to LaFraud. Yeah, it's pronounced LaFleur. Oh, sorry. Mispronunciation. Uh, <laughs>
0: nice. Um, Like,
2: come on. Bill LaFleur well, is nowhere near Bill Belichick's good.
0: I told you, Nelson, at one point Belichick had... Can inquire now. He didn't do it, but he did inquire about changing his last name to LaFleur. And yeah, Rodgers and Brady, that game. <laughs> I think you could
2: honestly <laughs> argue Rodgers and Brady have been pretty similar this year, average at best. The Packers have
1: the 18th best offense in the league right now, the well, Patriots are 15th.
2: Exactly. And I think you could also say the Patriots have a better defense than the
0: Packers.
1: Let me just get that quick, Nels. Efforting.
0: Uh Well, the Patriots had the number one defense for most of the year. They kind of fell apart at the end. But, yeah, I mean, the Packer defense. Yeah, the
1: Patriots have the number one defense.
0: Is it still number one? Yep. So, yeah, I mean, like if the Patriots win. And I
1: think they are pretenders. And the Packers I are also 18th
0: on defense. I think the Patriots are pretenders in the sense that the Ravens beat them heads up. And I think Kansas City's better. But I, to Ebo's point they've been we've been writing off the Patriots. They had no chance. To, last year it was over. Everybody said the Chargers who were so red hot when they had to play them in, in New England. I in fact me I think I picked it. I said the in, the end is near and they absolutely <laughs> annihilated uh the Chargers last year and you know they won in Kansas City on the road in overtime yeah. against the reigning MVP And Patrick Mahomes was putting up video game numbers. So I agree with you, Nelson. The Patriots feel like pretenders. But I could see uh, the exact same thing this year with with it being with Lamar Jackson. I I don't see how anybody's beating the, the Ravens right now. Yeah, um, I could see New England just finding a way, and next thing you know, there's the Patriots back in the Super well, Bowl. Well, I
1: think the one good thing you have is the defense is trending up and the defense is getting hot at the right time for the Packers. I know they gave up like 300-some yards to Blau in the first half, but what they give up in the second half? 80, 90 yards? Uh, Cornpop W. tweets in his own Madison. Cornpop says, with the defense the Packers have, they are contenders. Now, I'll say the offense is definitely not hot right now and not trending in the right direction. But when you got a defense, like how huge was that? Well, are you going to see an interception like Blake Martinez getting against a playoff team? I mean, that was Blau just being Blau.
2: Yeah, I was so close to even sending out a tweet saying I'd rather Blau than blow.
1: Like, Zadario Smith looks unbelievable. I know his stats weren't there yesterday but on paper, but if you looked him off paper, just the film, he was a monster. Z'Darrius Smith rules. That defense is looking good. That offense, though, man, outside of Aaron Jones, I mean, Aaron Rodgers – Against second and third stringers of the lowly Lions, he missed 28 times, and some of those were drops, but the majority of that was him just overthrowing or underthrowing.
2: And you know what irks me about that too? Is LaFleur has now come out, I think it was three or four times, and said, my team has not been ready to play. You know who that falls on? You! You, Mr. (laughs) LaFleur!
0: Why is he so angry at a coach that got him thirteen? his team 13 wins? Because if
2: you come out and play like that in the playoffs you're going to be bounced out right away. And when they do finally play, it's probably going to be the Saints, who I think is the best team in the NFC. Yeah,
1: I'll, I'll say, though, if you come out like you did against the Lions, against, like, say, the Saints, <laughs> the Saints ain't going to be settling for field goals or punting. Drew Brees is going to have his
0: way. Oh, no doubt. Yeah, I mean, if and, and they, you know, they, the, the one thing is, yeah, give the Packers credit, but that was the Lions, right? And you know, both times the Lions left the door open for the Packers, right? In the first game at Lambeau, it was field goals, and yesterday it was not. You know, capitalizing on the turnovers early. I mean, if the Packers fall behind three touchdowns, uh, you know, to the uh, to the Saints, it's over.
1: Yeah, I mean, listen, it's David David Blau. I always forget his first name. David Blau Blau. Who are we going to take in the situation when they have the ball, Drew Brees or David Blau, to put points on you? Drew Brees. Well, right. Aaron Rodgers, I still believe that when called upon, he can get it done in the crunch time in the playoffs. But I know it was a win yesterday, but it left a bad taste in my mouth.
0: Uh, all right, Packer fans, pretenders or contenders, what do you think the Packers are going into the playoffs? 608 321